It's so cute. Some people don't care about stuffed animals. It's so cute. Sorry. Oh, you're recording. Yeah, I am. Oh, sorry. For those of you who don't know, I'm admiring this adorable little stuffed koala bear mm. that is on Matt Palmer's desk. Mm. And Matt Palmer is not like a stuffed animal person. I'm and not. I am. And I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out a way to convince him to give me this stuffed koala. I mean, I can get you a different stuffed animal. Oh, at my some God. Point. Could you? I mean, we don't really give each other things. But if at one Yeah, we don't point, give each other nothing. And we don't. Yeah. We give and your birthday is coming up. And want to know what I bought you? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I wouldn't expect anything. It would throw off the balance if so you did. So I think for my birthday, I think we should start in, uh, for my birthday, 2020. Oh, we should start you, for your you birthday. You would give me a stuffed animal mm. or you could just give me this koala bear if you don't want to pay for it. I guess we'll just see what happens oh, I'm around excited your birthday. I mean, 19th, 2020. I wouldn't get too excited. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. And guys, we're still going. We are still going. But <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm coming off of a high. Oh, my God. I just finished the Sondheim 90th birthday celebration. All right. That was both... A complete disaster and the greatest thing I've ever seen. I mean, all I read online is that they had to start it over four times oh because like the stream kept dropping. It was, okay, I don't even know where to begin. First of all, it was like five minutes late and all the people who were supposed to be a part of it were just like, don't worry guys, it's five minutes late, but we're coming. And then uh-huh. it's like, ooh, it's going to be half an hour late. And then it's like, okay. Oh so then it starts and it's supposed to be hosted by Raul Esparza. Mm. And it starts. Who is that? Raul, he's a Broadway actor. Oh, okay. And uh, he, uh, okay, so it starts with Stephen Schwartz playing the sort of opening of Follies on his piano. Okay. All things bright and beautiful. And then, but you see Raul Esparza like in the bottom corner, like prepping and getting ready and you hear him talking and you hear people around him talking no. and it's just like, oh wait, this isn't supposed to happen. And so then all of a sudden you hear someone be like, wait, we can see Raul. We can see Raul. And then Raul just like leaps out of frame. No. And of course all the comments are just like, this is great. Like this is a disaster. And so then uh, Stephen Schwartz finishes his piano and he's like, happy birthday, Steve. And mm. then it cuts to the full screen of Raul Esparza. Oh, no. Beautifully lit. He looks great. And you can tell he's ready and he sits down and you see him start to talk and laugh and you're just like, oh no, we can't hear him at all. And so he's talking and talking and talking and then all of a sudden like you see his phone and you see that he has a bunch of text messages, probably from random people being like, we can't hear you, Raul. And so then all of a sudden it just cuts out. And it saves on YouTube as like a six minute intro. (laughs) And so I watched that for a little bit and then it it keeps like starting, but like never working. And then, and so of course everyone was just like, what a disaster. Oh my God. I can't believe this is happening. But of course we were all loving it and we were just tweeting the fuck out of it. This is so sad. Why couldn't they get it together? Because you know, and so I'm sure these things are very hard. And so we were all just like, oh my God, what a disaster. But then it started. And when I tell Mm. you the performances were so excellent <laughs> and just like by the end it was just like oh shit we had a full on someone in a tree with people s- singing all their different parts and Rada a guy under the table we had w- the ladies who lunch that popped up with Christine Baranski and you're like oh Christine Baranski's gonna do the ladies who lunch and then all of a sudden Meryl Streep pops up oh, <laughs> with wow. Audrey McDonald and they sing a trio ladies who lunch and then just the beautiful ending with Bernadette Peters acapella and Patti Lapone singing anyone can whistle it was just such an excellent 
excellent, excellent show. So it was everything we wanted. It was just pure disaster and then brilliance. Okay. Really, really excellent. It's, It's what we theater people thrive on. Right. Because we're first able to criticize stuff mm. and like talk about and like act like we're better than everything. Right. But then at the end of the day, we're just like, Oh, but isn't theater great guys. <laughs> it's why we love like the NBC live shows. Oh, okay. We can both trash them and love them at the same time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I assumed this was going to be your giving me moments. So. I, I, I had to do it first. It is, it is my giving me moments, but like I had to just open just with it to because it, out. it is so excellent and it's all on YouTube. If you guys want to watch it, okay. it's truly truly great lovely yes, that's great absolutely. i'm glad you've had such a, a high moment for today yes. right before we're getting on the pod and the rest of my week was fine <laughs> <laughs> like everything this week was fine yes you know? it got hot it, it got really it got hot. hot yeah our apartment's pretty good in the heat i must it say is, we're in like the shade You're we're kind of like tucked under we're not under a highway but like we're like near a highway yes. so like you know not too much sun gets w- and our us. old apartment was <laughs> Our old apartment was second floor. That it was. sun was beaming. That sun was be- As soon as the sun was starting to go down, it's like, oh, the rest of the day is going to be, we're just going to be boiling in this apartment. Yep. So yep. it's nice to be a little different. Mean, uh, it was up to like, I think 85. And we, yeah. I didn't turn the AC on. And I didn't feel room, nothing. And I didn't feel- I got a little hot like two days ago. Yes. Two um, days ago was the hottest. And yeah, I had my, I just had my fine. fans going. Yeah, like, I, I had my fans fan. going. That it was night, it was fine. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I I love it. I love us. How too. was your week? What did you do? What did you watch? I know you watched Insecure oh, tonight because you you walked to my bedroom and closed. The I door. mean, you were truly squealing. I was squealing. <laughs> it was like a Beyonce concert. It was. And I was in the behind. Oh. I was just screaming and screaming at my computer because well, I was like, someone in a tree. <laughs> well, both of our content moments of the day were great because Insecure is. I mean, the, every season of Insecure is great, but this season it's like. <gasps> Everything's happening. And like Lawrence reached back out to Issa, even though they're exes. And it's like, oh my God, we're about Condola. And it's just like, uh, it's crazy. But it's wonderful and amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been good. Um, this Everything's been good. It's my birthday's coming up. So I'm so taking. April 29th, everyone. 29th. Tweet Matt Palmer. Yes. Nice things. Tweet me something nice. And I am. T- I took the day off. So I'm going to not be working that Wednesday. Oh my God. So I'm excited to not work. And, oh, does this um, mean I'm going to have to like entertain you through no, the day? No, it does not. I'll be playing. Um, I mean, I'm trying to, I don't know exactly what my giving you moments is going to be, but I'll have other things to occupy me that day. Okay. So maybe, well, I'm sure we'll discuss it Because if you like need today. me to entertain you, I'll do I it because it's your birthday. I don't think I ever need you to entertain me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I feel like I've, I see you entertained enough and it's like, good for you. <laughs> we love that for you. Thank and you. for the people that are you're entertaining. But otherwise, I'm trying to think. I didn't do anything too crazy. Mm-hmm. I um, just went to my boyfriend's hang out with him. He's the only he's the only person he lives with, by the way. It's not like we're really breaking that many rules. It's just he's <laughs> it's a small circle of people I see, and my small circle is my boyfriend and Matt Steele. So And your little koala bear. And yes, but I don't think that, that koala can get corona, so I think we're sold. Oh, that's there. why stuffed animals are great. They don't die on you. <laughs> I do like that. You know, I, I hate when things die. That's why I have a fake plant. I mean, and I, I always kill the plants. Yeah, I don't have yeah. a green thumb. Whatever the opposite of the green thumb is, is what I have. Yeah. Ooh, God forbid you get a pet <laughs> one day. God forbid you I get mean, a real koala. I'm sure I could keep a pet alive better than a plant because the plant is so temperamental. It needs, yeah. needs the also, sun and the just the amount of water. You don't know what a plant needs. Like I a plant don't. can't tell you like, hey, I'm hungry. And the dog's like, yeah, I'll need food and water and like to be yeah. walked. Got it. Like yeah. that I can do. But like, I don't want to. I don't want to like have to knock one tree because of dogs. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm trying to think of what else that happened this week. I, um, 
have made a big purchase with my stimulus money mm-hmm. and uh, the money that I received back from an Airbnb that I had that I was going to go celebrate my mom's 70th birthday. Mm-hmm. And so I had prepaid for that and got that money back because that's not happening. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, and with that money, I went and I bought a MacBook Pro. My new computer is coming this week and I my computer now is eight years old. As we know, I was using an operating system from like 2009 yeah. until a week ago. And so I'm just going to move into 2020 in the new decade with a new comp and I'm ready. The last time I had to get rid of a comp, it's uh, a computer. It was because I spilled um, skinny girl sangria on it. So oh. this time <laughs> it's a much better story of like, I just need, it's time for an upgrade. It's just time for an upgrade because yes. you've been able to keep this computer. You can't keep plants alive, but you can keep I can because I've learned that the trick with that is you don't don't spill skinny girl sangria yes. on them. And don't then they work in, great. Don't drink in front of the kids. That's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I mean, if you spill a drink on a kid, it would live. Yeah, but yeah. then that kid would be traumatized. <laughs> Get over it. What else? <laughs> this, week, this week I finished my Rihanna discography. Oh, yes. Do you want to give a, a, a tiny review of your favorite to least uh, favorite? Uh, top three albums are yes. Good Girl Gone Bad goes above Loud tonight. I, that's correct. I'd say I mean, Loud is too. Because I told Matt Palmer, I was just like, Loud is excellent top to bottom except for one song. That Which I song did like. you not like? Starts with a C. Complicated. Oh, complicated. Complicated. No, no, it's not, fine. Not, yeah, like, that, it's not the rest of the awful. album is excellent though. But to me, Good Girl Gone Bad, even though it's not as flawless as yes. Loud, I would say it feels like more of a moment. It feels like there's more passion in it. I would mm. say whereas Loud kind of just feels like good song after good song after good song. Yeah, after like we're getting hits. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then my third favorite album, I I agree with you. I think Unapologetic, Unapologetic is really good. Is great. And I feel like I read online a lot of people didn't really like it. Wrong. To me, it starts off a little weak, except for Diamonds, obviously. I mean, come on. Um, and then in the middle, it gets really, really great. It's great. With the song I told you, uh, Mother, Mother Mary. Mary. Yes. Oh my God. And Jump, I Mr. like. Cheese. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yes. Um, Unapologetic is an underrated Rihanna album, Yes, you were sure. right. Least favorite was rated R. I could tell. Yes, <laughs> I was yes. just like, I know which one you're going to like the least. I will say you, your initial reaction to rated R was too angry. No, like you were. Absolutely not. The fact that you said the words Britney Jean in the same sentence as rated R is insane. <laughs> Britney Jean is truly unlistenable and not even Britney Spears singing. Rated R is just not your taste. I, rated R has Te Amo. Rated R has. Te Amo's cute. Yes, it has many cute and good songs. Mm. Rude Boy is good. Rude Boy, I know. Mm-hmm. Rude Boy, I think is I have no real opinion on. And Rude you Boy. know what song I like? This yes, is Firebomb. Stupid. Oh God, no, 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 no! Horrible, horrible, horrible! I love Stupid in Love. I I can't I handle that song at all. I like it. Slightest. But what else did I do? I finished making the cut. Oh, how did you feel about that? It was probably one of the most disappointing finales I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. No, nowhere near as disappointing as like America's Next Top Model All Stars, which is where, where they had to refilm it. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even know that. Happened. Oh, it was uh, uh, Anjali initially won mm. um, America's Next Top Model All Stars, but then they had to refilm it Why? because Anjali got disqualified because apparently she worked as a um, a female escort. Oh, um, what year was this? Why would that disqualify you? This was you? 20, 2011. Okay, that was a bit. What happened because it was like in the contract that you couldn't have done something mm, like that okay. or something like that. So she she apparently won. Mm-hmm. This is the rumor. She apparently Should won. she have won? Um, All Star All Stars was kind of just a messy season. Mm. They're all kind of just like, eh, if any of them. I mean, I was kind of rooting for Lisa or Allison, mm. who were in the top three with Anjali. Okay. Uh, but uh, Anjali was a good model. But yeah. um, Anjali won, mm-hmm. and then so they have the final runway of like the top three. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it cuts to 
where they're supposed to announce mm. and you can tell they're in a totally different place. You can tell it's months later. Mm. And Ty was just like, well, this is a strange scenario because we are filming at a different time because we recently discovered that Anjali uh, did something that disqualifies her from the competition. Mm. So we have to refilm this finale. Okay. And so Lisa ended up winning and you could tell that she was just like, oh, wow, I won. Like she couldn't act mm. happy or anything. So like it was just a very bizarre right. finale. But this finale of making the cut was very disappointing because Esther was the clear winner of the show. And you could tell all the judges wanted her to win. Who, who, who didn't want her to win? Amazon.com. Oh. You can just absolutely tell. And that was and because Johnny, who is a talented designer, Who's the person who won? Yeah, by the way, I've gotten feedback from my boyfriend that he doesn't like it that you're spoiling this show on oh, the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> you can skip this. Okay. Uh, wait, your boyfriend's watching me. He wants cut? to watch it. Oh, well, he should watch it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm <laughs> but just, just saying. Tell him that the finale is devastating. Okay. Um, Johnny is a talented designer, but you can tell that. Amazon had such um, their thumb on the show so much mm. and you could tell Amazon was just like Johnny designs clothes that will pop out more on our website mm. um, because Esther's aesthetic was everything is black everything is black mm. and the jewelry is gold black clothes gold jewelry but okay. her clothes were brilliant and her business plans were brilliant like this woman was so incredible she had details for everything and was so smart down to like how she was going to spend each dollar of this million dollars that she mm. could have won but they're still just like oh but she she designs everything in black so Amazon you could tell was just like we don't want it like we don't want it. and so it just felt kind of gross because they made this show seem like it was a more upscale project runway right and it was just like oh no we're hiring more established designers and everything uh but if the goal is to get it on amazon.com but then the goal was to yeah, design a line for amazon.com so it's kind of just like oh no this is still just Kind of trash reality <laughs> TV. Like at Project Runway, the prize is nowhere near as good. Yeah. The designers aren't as established, but it's kind of just like, okay, if a designer wins Project Runway for being like the most artistic or whatever, mm. and then they have no career afterwards, at least like they were able to take that win and just do whatever they wanted right. with it and be as artistically fulfilled as they wanted right. to. Whereas like the winner of this, it's like, oh no, there was like a goal in mind for this. And mm. it was literally just to sell people clothes on Amazon. Right. So, so it it was a very not great. So finale. do you not love the show now? Are you like kind of out? I'm kind of out. Wow. I'm like a out. I mean, I'll see if I give season two a, a yeah. chance. But like the finale just put a really like gross taste mm. in my mouth because it all just feel kind of so manipulated by Amazon. Right. Well, speaking of trashy reality shows, I have started watching Too Hot to Handle on Netflix, which is essentially I like. It's like a bunch of sexy singles come to an island and they're and they there can't for have 12 sex. hours and they're told they can't <laughs> have sex. And it's a cute concept. And there's like, I can think of one girl who's very funny. She's mm -hmm. very ditzy. Her name's Chloe and she's likable and wonderful. The other 11 people in the show are the most despicable human beings. <laughs> I love and that. And like as a person who has watched Vanderpump Rules year after year, this is saying something. I had to be like, 
I can't watch any more of this mm-hmm. right now because it just like all of these people make me sick. And they brought on a new guy named Bryce who was just like, I live on a boat in L.A. And girls want to have sex with me on the boat. Like boat life's the best <laughs> life. And I was like, I can't. I can't look at this. <laughs> like this is even it's like watching an e-reality show where it's mm-hmm. like this is. Ooh. This is beneath me. Woof, yeah. I know. Well, I mean, I guarantee you they these people were told, you're on a show, it's going to be called Too Hot to Handle, mm. and so we're going to play up the fact that how hot you are. Right. So, like, talk about that. And, like, I know, so, like, I know. You can tell they're encouraged to be cocky. And it's like the circle so, where they have, like, someone who's the voiceover who's, like, making fun of it as it goes on, but it's still just, like... This turns my stomach. <laughs> like it just mm-hmm. make and I, I, you know, I love a trashy reality show. I love a romantic reality show. You know, I loved Love Is Blind, but it's just like this just feels like a bridge too far for me personally. But maybe mm-hmm. I will pick it back up. Maybe I will get more invested in it. But also in sad reality news, did I tell you that Real Housewives of Potomac got pushed back? Oh really? Yes, because Bravo's like there's nothing in production now because oh, of Corona, okay. and we can't have these three housewives in the can because New York is on right now, Beverly Hills is on right now, mm-hmm. and like we can't p- put Potomac on too because then what happens in July when we have nothing ready to show you? Yeah, which I get. Well, Bravo, we have an idea. Yes, the two gay mats have an idea for you, you. and we just film it in one home, one home. <laughs> yes, we would. Go we nowhere. have a camera. We do. We would look good. We, we would have sound some good. lighting. That's the thing. We we have mics and I look I've watched a lot of those at home specials and they look like garbage so our shit would look better than that so Andy Cohen give us a call give us a call yeah. um well otherwise I guess we should jump into the regular news for idiots and to quote uh, Whitney Houston's iconic song from I believe 93 the bodyguard I have nothing so <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be uh maybe short maybe sweet um wow, we can just do a, more of a deep dive into the Sondheim 90th I think we've had enough sure. of that okay. <laughs> um in the heights Got pushed back. Yeah. That was this week, which I didn't realize that was this week. In my head, that happened. Oh, that happened a while ago to me. Yeah, it happened. A while. It, was this, it was in the past seven days. Wow. I know, which is wild. But it didn't just get pushed back. Like a few months, it got pushed back an entire year. A full year. That's so, that's really devastating. It's so devastating. Yeah. For the people involved and for the you know the fans, I was excited to see it. I was like not going to listen to the musical cash recording. Oh, that trailer is because that trailer's so good. But yeah. now it's like I mean I'm just going to listen to it now. Oh, <laughs> like, listen to it. Give it a I listen. Should. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I mean I I sort of understand why they did it. I'm happy that they. I'm thrilled that they were not just like we're going to put it on streaming. Mm. Um, I'm happy that they were just like no, this is going to be a theatrical release. This is a theatrical movie. It's mm. a big movie musical. It you know has rep- like Latino representation. This is absolutely playing in the theaters. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy that they did that, but I understand a them wanting to make it a summer movie yeah, because totally. it's a very fun, energetic musical. It's perfect for the summer. Um, and also I could understand why they didn't want to push it back to the fall or yeah. winter of 2020 because it would be up against West Side Story, yeah. another musical about Latin, like Latinos. Right. And it's uh, also like adapted a, for the, from the Steven stage. Spielberg and it's like a bigger oh, musical. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want, you don't want that. Yeah. They'll both be competing and we want to, we want, I mean, of course I would have seen both <laughs> multiple <course>. times, <laughs> but like, you know, we don't want them competing yes, for their the, flowers. Exactly. The average audience member probably would have just chosen one and that's not fair. We want everyone yeah, to get their shot. We know average audience members are stupid. All so. right. Well, <laughs> you know, now we said it. Um, so, I guess we can look forward to June 2020 to see that movie, which is directed. 2021. Excuse me. Of yeah. course. Because it got pushed back. Yes. Uh, and it's directed by the guy who produced or directed Crazy Rich Agents, right? John yeah. Chu. That was such a good movie. Yeah. Oh, beautifully shot. And that's the thing is like a lot of movies, I'd be like, just throw it on streaming. Who fucking cares? But 
this he, the way he directs like seeing crazy oh, rich yeah. asians in the theater was very much like a, oh this th- needs to be seen on the big screen yes, it's so look splashy how beautiful this and is. beautiful and like yeah just this yes. you know perfect for a theatrical release so lady gaga mm-hmm. chromatica apparently is coming we still don't have a date i don't believe mm. but and we don't have like a promo single or anything but she's giving us some information which i guess is nice so yeah. she released a track list for her new album chromatica which again has the greatest cover she's ever had on an album and uh the album has a lot of song titles like alice alice and I mean, i'm all on board for alice free woman fun tonight chromatica 2 911 and like but also features the likes of ariana grande blackpink elton john oh. John, and, finally, they're on a track uh, the, Yeah, I can't believe they actually haven't been on a track together. It's surprising. Um, but the producers, there are lots of producers, lots of songwriters involved. Ryan Tedder, Max Martin, Justin Tranter, Burns, Beyonce, Blood Pop, Made On. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be a part of this 17-track uh, album. I'm so excited that it's 17 tracks. I'm excited. I'm excited that the titles are weird. I'm yes. excited that there are so many of them. I wonder what that Ariana Gaga song is going to sound like. Like, I can't better sound Here great the, they have, and if it doesn't sound great you got some time to, to uh, fix polish that. it up yes yes <laughs> so, to fix it. it just doesn't i just can't hear them together vocally but i'm sure it'll be amazing and like, there's a song called enigma yes which makes me think that oh well, maybe enigma was going to be the original title of this album mm, i could see that and i mean i i think it also is like you know uh, for when she was giving the title for the tour with the you know Vegas residency, she, she was giving a little wink to the people, being like mm-hmm. something's coming. So yes, there's a song that hopefully is very good. Yeah. Oh, I I knew that Enigma was going to be like a song or an album. Or I something. didn't think. I just thought I like, thought like so. oh, she just named shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gaga likes the name. She just gave it a name. She just gave it a name. So I mean, I'm happy with the track list. I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks we get a, a song, another song from it, because you know it's been a while since Stupid Love, and I'm ready for you know something number two. So yeah. get ready. Um and. And people who sadly have gotten in the Lady Gaga line of pushing back their albums, the iconic Dixie Chicks, have pushed back their upcoming album Gaslighter. It was going to be coming out on May 1st. I knew this was going to happen because they had done no press after. I think they went on Ellen when Ellen was still, you know, in a studio and interviewing people. But since and they I think they had a magazine article. But since then, I had heard nothing about the release and no interviews with them. And so I was like, oh, I bet they're going to push this back. And they did. So did Alanis Morissette. She put back her album, but she did also put out a pre-release song called Diagnosis. Yes, and that, that Matt Palmer out. listened to many I'm times in a row. Guys, and I, I heard through the walls. I was just like, oh, Matt Palmer's sad right now. <laughs> I, I just was sad for Alanis. I just... I, I mean, you, I obviously am an Atlanta stan, but I do have a very good feeling about this album. All of the three songs that have come out, um, Reasons to Drink and um, the song that's in the musical, Smiling, mm-hmm. and now Diagnosis, are like very, very good. And I'm yeah. like, I think this is going to be a moment. Like, also, I, that picture attached to Diagnosis, is that like the album cover? Yes, that's the album Love cover. It's amazing. It. It's Love amazing. It. Yeah. Such pretty forks in the road. Coming. Such pretty forks in the road. Soon. <laughs> such, such pretty album cover. It's interesting because it's like it's kind of sad, but like she's a disco ball. Yeah, like she's a her face is all glittery, and it's like glitter on an Alanis album. I know. Interesting. It's all very interesting. Yeah, and all the songs are just so good that I'm like. This is going to be something. So everyone, hold on to your weaves and get Alana's ready. come back. Where I'm just ready for to know the release date because I'm waiting for it. But luckily, our freaking queen, JoJo's like, good to know May 1st. <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone loves me on these lives where I'm singing the shit out of all of these songs. So, yeah, I'm still putting my album out. 
Hey. I'm getting pressed. So everyone, yes. everyone. That's why everyone, you know, pushed their album back because they're yeah, just so like, like, oh, oh no, God, JoJo's, JoJo's coming, coming out. We're scared. JoJo's coming. Dixie Chicks are quaking. Guys. They are so quaking. And so I just, I mean, I'm excited to listen to that. And I guess May 1st is freaking Friday, which is, I can't believe we're going into May and no end to this corona in sight. I know. No, there's ends in sight. Things there, there are like plans being made for when things open up slowly. You know, yeah. <laughs> I've been checking all the numbers for California each day. Yes, it had a real huge spike April twenty first, but it's been gradually going okay, down every good. day. I think like their thing is like when there is exactly two weeks of constant going down, okay. then, then that stuff will start opening yeah. up a little bit. Okay, so, so yeah. Okay. Totally. But no, it's this year I'm very excited for all the music that's coming out. Yes, me like too. Even, in the beginning of the year, like we had Selena Gomez, we yes. had Kesha, we had Dua Lipa. Um, Dua Lipa. We have that you need to listen to that Rena album. I that's okay, guys. If you're listening it's, and you are the patrons that told us to listen to what is her her name is Rena. Oh, what is her last name? Um, uh, Look it up. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you. All right. And no, no shade. We love everyone who uh, suggests so albums for us to listen to. What's her name? Rina uh, Sawayama. Saya- Sawayama. Sa- Sawayama. 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 We love everyone who has patron requests. Yeah. We love listening to your patron requests. Please become a patron at patreon.com slash mats. This is like... You've done us a service. Yes. Like the fact that you gave us this. Like, yes. I haven't even gotten through the whole thing, but I listened. I was listening through it and then I got to track two XS and was like, wait, <laughs> fuck, wait. And yeah. then I went and watched the video and I was like, wait. Wait, there's a video? <laughs> there's a video? Yes. Oh, God. I gotta- ha- it is <sighs> like, guys, it's, I mean, obviously there'll be a how podcast. Far, how far have you gotten? Oh, that's track two. <laughs> that's the link. That's all you that's you've just went on XS? I've just was, I, just, I was just, yeah, dead oh. at XS. Yeah, it continues to be great. Guys, I don't know if it's going to be a video or a podcast, but stay tuned. But whoever, like the two, I think two people have reached out to us saying you have to listen to I think it was the same person. No, it wasn't. It wasn't? No, two Patreon people, but separate, different people. Because I wrote back like, yeah, we're going to listen to it. (laughs) Guys, it's coming. Thank you. We are Sawayama fans. And Matt Palmer's only heard two songs. I know, and I'm I've heard the full album. It's I can't wait. Excellent. I can't wait to finish it. Excellent. Oh my God. That's what I'm going to do on my birthday day when I don't have to work. I'm just going to listen to Tarina all day. You're going to wait that long? No. No. Oh, okay. Gonna, okay, good. <laughs> but I mean, that's what I'll do during the day. Because I've just yeah. been listening to Dua Leap. Because even today, I was uh, just, I had to get gas because I had finally gotten down to like 50 miles until you you get gas. And then I uh, stopped and I got gas. And then I was, it was like a sunny day. Mm-hmm. And I was in my, and I had my mask on. And I was in my car and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drop the top. Uh, and I'm going oh to my God. drive down the PCH just for a second. Oh, <laughs> and right as I got under the bridge, you know how it's like, oh, you see the water; it's so beautiful. Yeah. It was covered in fog. Oh no! <laughs> and it was so clear over by us, but right by the beach, it just was completely. This is gonna be your first summer with the Mini Coop. I know. It did, well, when did I get it? What I don't remember what month. It might have been a. I think it was like September, October. You got it. I remember whenever Motivation came out, I had it. I remember the first song I listened to in the car was Motivation. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. this that was like, uh, like September. Yeah. Because okay. I remember I was pa- when Motivation, the music video came out, I was packing for a wedding in September. Mm, all right, great. Yes. Oh, what a video. I watched that video again today. <laughs> I don't even know why. But I was just like, yeah. God, what a video. Um, but yeah, so this summer you'll be driving your car blasting somewhere else. I hope so. Like, I, that is what I want. Because I listened to Dua Leap and I was like, I love it, I love it, I love it. But I've heard it now and yeah i need i need this is something Sawayama. yeah Ooh, yeah i'm excited um all right the rest of the news is light uh beyonce 
donated six million dollars to coronavirus relief through Be Good Initiative. Thank you, Beyonce, Thank for you, curing Beyonce. all of us. She's curing all of us. I mean, Blue Ivy probably went in there and was like, Mom, you saw my video, right? <laughs> <laughs> you saw how quickly you, it can spread, Mom. Mom, you saw you saw the pepper? You saw, <laughs> you saw that pepper? <laughs> you saw how when you have soap, the pepper goes the pepper away. goes away. We need to buy people soap. When and you, Beyonce was like, mm, mm. how much does soap cost? <laughs> One million per bottle. <laughs> <laughs> this will buy six people. She's like, well, so well, I guess she does go to Target. I can't even say she doesn't go to the store. So, also today, Kristen Cavallari of the Hills and Laguna Beach announced that she's getting divorced from her husband of ten years, Jay Cutler. That's a long time That's for long celebrities. Time. And they have a reality show in which they're both cast members. They have a reality show? <laughs> yes, it's on E and apparently it's very bad. But now it's kind of, I would wonder to see what's going on. Oh, you would, you're, you're all about a divorce. You, know. you didn't, you didn't <laughs> Wait, start stop, watching. hold on. I'm not all about a divorce. <laughs> I just think, is it interesting? Did I start watching John and K plus eight when they announced a divorce? Yes. <laughs> See, that's when I was no. just like, I can't watch this no. anymore because I'm that's, so sad. That's what you want. That like, was that, when I mean, it was just so maudlin. And, and just, then when they did they sit next to each other still and like I feel like I saw the a talking head or something or like were they going to the same party? It was like the kids' birthday the party. Birthday party. Woo! That was a scene. That was an yes, that's a scene. So and you know and again I am not super pro divorce of course as Matt Steele has wrongly said that I am but you're pro watching. I am pro good television. <laughs> I am pro interesting TV and. That, you know, people want to see what they want to see. Like, there's a reason why Vanderpump Rules is at its best when someone's cheating on their, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend uh, with someone else in the group. You banged him. You banged you him. You banged him. <laughs> Slap. <laughs> yes. Oh, there were no iconic. slaps in John and Kate Plissett. No, but there was tension. But there was, you there know, was. diarrhea explosions. There was, you know, birthday parties. I, that's the thing is I hate shows with hijinks. If it has a hijink on a reality show, it's like, I'm out. What do you consider a hijink? I think like... Next week on Vanderpump Rules, they're playing a softball game. Tom Tom versus Sir, and whoever loses has to clean the other's bathrooms. And it's like, go fuck yourselves. Wait. Do not waste my time with this. This is not cute. This is completely producer generated. I mean, give me real drama. <laughs> These are people who are monsters and have to interact all the time. Give me something real. Like this past week, I had a great moment in which there's this girl, Dana, whose mom has passed away pretty recently and her mom had her I think her mom has her same birthday and it was Dana's birthday very recently mm -hmm. so Sheena trying to be nice was like I like hey like goes over day in this apartment and it's like hey I got you a great gift and she Dana's like okay what and she's like I got you a medium because I know you'd love to talk to your mom <gasps> and then Dana's like uh, uh you've never lost a parent so I don't think and like I I don't want to do this she's not and she's like she's not here right now right and she's like oh no of course not i never do that to you and she's like okay well i don't want that uh, -huh. uh i think your heart's in the right place or whatever but no and then sheena walks outside the medium's there of course <laughs> and she's like yeah she's just like totally not in she's like not feeling it or whatever i like it. she's just like not into it or whatever but like i would if it was me i would love to be into it you know i'd love it and then dana like walks outside because she can hear her outside it's like sheena can i talk to you for one second <laughs> it's like yeah that is television. Okay, but that's also producer manipulation. No, I mean, you Sheena, don't think the producer was like, hey, Sheena, here's the contact info for this medium. I know. I think Sheena was like, went to the producer, was like, I have this great idea. And they're like, oh, yeah, do that. 
Okay. Iconic. I've never been interested in watching Vanderpump Rules. I'm now interested that, in watching I mean, Vanderpump honestly, Rules. Honestly, this season's such garbage, but that last, honestly, the last episode I thought was good, and there were several, there were a couple of scenes, and that one being number one of like, this is great. That's <laughs> this so is funny. So funny. See, reality like, TV sometimes gets it so right. It does. But like a forced softball game between two restaurants is a no. Like, that's a hijink. Yeah, but what would you, why would you say like John and Cape Lissate was hijink? What did you say? That, did they go on road? What were the things you just said? Like, sometimes, like this one time Alexis like pooped all over her, her crib. I don't need poop. And, and okay, well this one time, like Kate went to the grocery store and she yelled at John and it was great. Uh, well, the yelling I like. <laughs> I mean, she, this, not just once she did it, she, multiple times she went to the grocery store and I yelled. I know, it's crazy. Ooh, the great. fight, the fight, there was a fight at Toys R Us one episode. Oh, iconic. Okay. Damn, well, Kate. <laughs> um, in fashion news. Uh-huh. Oh, speaking of making the cut, guys. Yeah, speaking is of. Anna Wintour upset with the making the cut finale as well? Not exactly, but Andre Leon Talley says that Anna Wintour is not capable of human kindness which is <laughs> <laughs> right it's like kind of iconic right. like what a headline like I don't even know what this is about but she's capable of putting together great magazines I mean and stuff. I mean and then it need. just makes me think of the Devil Wears Prada and it's just like it's queen like, yeah it's like so <laughs> of course she's not we knew that yeah <laughs> that is something we definitely knew and apparently uh, they uh, Andre is ripping the editor in chief and the winter to shreds because famous he fresh Wintour famously pressured Tally to lose a significant amount of weight when he worked for the magazine. For Tally, the last straw was when Wintour coldly replaced him uh, as a red carpet interview at the Met Gala with a YouTuber named Liza Koshy. And the reason I feel like I am not feeling for Andre Leon Tally, I mean, I don't know if his name has actually been said, but I, on good authority, know. Mariah has always mentioned that there was a point during emancipation where some fashion person said to her, Oh, darling, you must lose the weight. That sounds like, a <laughs> and it, it was Andre Leon Talley who did that, and it's so it's like if your biggest gripe with Anna Wintour is that she said the same thing to you, it's like, well, what the fuck? What do you? Why do you think you can say that to Mariah Carey, who's an actual superstar legend? But are icon? you sure that it's him? Ninety nine percent. He's uh, been off. Uh, he's been axed out in my mind for years, ever okay. since Mariah mentioned that. And you know, uh, you know, honestly, I just have a really good Mariah radar. Like, uh, no one's gonna believe me because it sounds ridiculous, but I remember mm-hmm. in two thousand nine when Mariah Carey announced. That she was coming with a single and it was called Obsessed. And I should have tweeted it or told someone, but I swear on everything that is good, I said, I bet this is both about Eminem and a Mean Girls reference. I just, I just. You know. I know. I knew. And this is another thing, but I just, I feel it. And I just know. You felt it. I felt it. You like screw that medium, Dana. Should <laughs> talk to you, Dana. If you need any sort of psychic help, if you need to know what Mariah is thinking about a certain subject, psychic help, but not medium help. No, you're just a psychic. I'm just a psychic. You don't talk to dead. No, people. the dead people stay away from me, and I think that's okay. Chill. I don't but the future them. comes close. Yes, to Yes, the future nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> um. Tom Hanks is, you know, his blood's being used for the vaccine or plasma or whatever. And also, I, Casey Musgraves released a new version of Oh, What a World uh, for like Earth Day or something. It's really good. <laughs> I love how you just you were just like, yeah, Tom Hanks, but he's, he's going to save lives, whatever. But like a Casey Musgraves. <laughs> I'm saying those are the last two things I want to talk about, but I just wanted to make sure that we all you listen to. You just want to jump to Casey Musgraves. Oh, What a World 2.0 is really lovely. Like, okay. and I, you know, I'm not the hugest fan of that album mm-hmm. but oh what a world I did always like and that new version is just like a little bit more electronic a little bit more ethereal and it's lovely I mean I like all the songs on that album it's just that they're all so mellow mm-hmm. um yes. you know so <laughs> it's a lot of oh what a world right yeah it's true 
That's true. So, so is there any other news you'd like to share with the people? I know you jumped into the Sondheim thing, so I don't know if there's anything else. Any other musical news I may have missed? Uh, Broadway's still not open. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, so the, the Sondheim news was the... Honestly, though, like, it's good that Broadway uh, is not... It's, like, taking a chill for a little bit because, like, we all needed to be well-rested for the concert that we all just watched. Mm, so, okay. Well, so. great. So let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more 2K Max. We're back, guys. It's two game ads. It's time for email my heart. Yes. The section where all of you, every single solitary one of you, mm. emails us <laughs> a question. I don't think that's right. No, not every single one of you. Yeah. Just one this week. Hey, we <laughs> yeah. love it. We got one. Love it. Short and simple. Um, so you can be a part of email my heart if you email us at two game at gmail.com to spell T-W-O. Uh, this question is from Angela. Angela says, um, hi, Matts. I hope you are doing well. Matt Palmer's Giving Me Moments last week really inspired me to start watching Beverly Hills Housewives again. I love it. I used to watch it in its first few seasons mm. when Kyle and Camille's feud was going on and they were all still married. <laughs> While doing some catch up for the new season, I realized that Kyle and Lisa, Fum- Lisa Vanderpump are no longer friends. What happened? How do you feel about this? It's so sad to see how they were best friends and now they no longer are. I hate that. Be safe, stay well, and keep creating great content. Love you guys. Thanks, Angela. Thank you so much, Angela. Um, so Lisa and Kyle were on the show for such a long time, like maybe nine years they were on the show together. And, you know, good or bad, Lisa Vanderpump has always been a bit of a producer, even though mm-hmm. she's not officially a producer on that show. But she loves to um, have input. It's the, the ladies always felt that she was manipulative. They okay. always felt like she was always trying to make them look worse for ca- for cameras and making everyone else look or maybe yeah, making all of them look worse and making herself look good. And she's very smart, like smarter than all of them. So she can do it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kyle would always try to stay on Lisa's good side because she didn't want to be a victim of this. But eventually it, they ended up not being friends about this really dumb thing involving a dog. <laughs> like Dorit supposedly adopted a dog from Lisa's dog, Vanderpump dogs thing. And then, Lisa Vanderpump said that they found the dog in a kill shelter and then Dorit says it wasn't in a kill shelter and like the dog bit her husband or whatever. It just was like kind of dumb. But then Lisa Vanderpump went out and talked to the press about it and like then all of the women thought that she was trying to make Dorit look bad and make herself look good. It was kind of a dumb thing to get mad at Lisa Vanderpump about, but I do think at the end of the day, Lisa is kind of manipulative and does hold a grudge. Like, I, I mean, think, this was probably like the last straw. Maybe, I guess like it, it was the last of- straw, but it's like, if you're really going to take someone down on the show, like get them with something good, you know, like yeah. this like dog shit was so weak that it was just like, ah. but I mean, it's perfect for real housewives. Cause sometimes with real housewives, I feel like the dumber the drama is, the better it is. I mean, I guess, Yes, but like, I don't know. I always compare things to Bethany and Jill, and that was not dumb. <laughs> that was very real. And even Bethany and Carol, like, I give me a, a full friendship disintegration, mm-hmm. and I want to watch that, and I'm like, you talk to TMZ about a dog. It's like, boo. <laughs> That's why I like Ramona, because all her drama is just so stupid. Oh, Ramona. And Ramona. just so, like, the stakes are so low in Ramona's drama, right. and it's like, this is great. I guess. But yeah, so, I mean, it's sad that they're not friends. Hopefully, I think Lisa will go back to Beverly Hills at some point and I think they could rekindle a friendship. It seems like Kyle's open to that but Lisa's very much like I've moved on and don't want to do with any of the ladies at this point but I could see her going back and uh, making up eventually but at this point Lisa's not on the show anymore so Stan Garcelle, she's a queen. <laughs> Love her. 
Well, yes, there we have it. There we have it. So I think we're at the last moments of our podcast today. Matt Steele, mm-hmm. what this week has been giving you moments besides Sondheim? Oh, there have been a lot of things that have been giving you moments. I love it. There's the Sondheims. Yes. There is, so I thought making the cut would give me moments, but it didn't. Oh. Uh, there, um, oh, I've been doing a lot of walking and I I uh, took an eight mile walk Great. through Brentwood and looked at all the houses that I will one day aspire to live in. Great. Um, except for the ugly ones. Like there were some houses in there where I'm just like, what are we doing here? Hey, money can't buy your taste. <laughs> but whatever. I will say something that I have not talked about yet on this podcast episode was I started watching the FX slash Hulu show, Mrs. America. Oh, is that with, um, what's her face? Kate Blanchett yes. playing Phyllis Schlafly. Yes. It's excellent. Really? Like, it's so good. The first episode, for the first 20 minutes, I was like, uh, am I getting into this? Am mm-hmm. I getting into this? I don't know. And then it really just, like, goes there. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, it uh, deals all of, with the... Um, the attempt to pass the uh, Equal Rights Amendment in the early 70s. Mm-hmm. And it's basically documenting every single um, f- uh, female figure that was really prevalent at right. that time. Like, And it's interesting because it shows two different sides. It shows the women of the feminist movement, like the Gloria Steinems, the Betty Friedans and everything, mm-hmm. the Shirley Chisholms who really want to pass the ERA. And right. then it shows the cons- all of the conservative women mm-hmm. Uh, the Phyllis Schlafly's and all of her friends and everything who were trying to say that America, that it would be horrible if this amendment passed right. and everything. And it basically, so for A, a show about women in politics, like I'm on board. Of course. But B, also I love, you know I love hearing about like infighting. Mm. <laughs> you know I am like obsessed with it. So it it documents like the infighting between like the women who want to get it passed and the women who don't want to get it passed mm. and how they're every single solitary woman um, has a, a different opinion on so many different things. And you really don't know Well, you know who you're not rooting for, but you, <laughs> but like when it comes to, you know, the people who wanted the amendment passed, um, you really don't know who you agree with. Cause you're mm. just like, everyone brings up good points. Right. And I think the show is so successful in um, being so specific with each character, like each episode focuses on it, shifts to a different focal point. Is Uzo Adubo on this? Sh- yes, oh, okay. she plays Shirley Chisholm. She's giving the best performance of her career. Wow, very very good. Her episode was very good, but uh, there are only four episodes out now, and it so far it's only re- really touched on the really famous women, okay. like the Phyllis Schlafly, Shirley Chisholm, uh, Gloria Steinem, and Betty Friedan. Mm. I can't wait for more episodes to get to the women who are like lesser known. Yeah. Um, like I'm really excited about Margot Martindale's character. Like I, I'm just, I, I, I'm just so fascinated by how specific all these ladies are. It even deals with like the Republican ladies who were on the side of the ERA. Right. I'm like Elizabeth Banks plays a Republican Senator mm. who's like, I'm with all you feminists. And it's like, well, I want to see how they clash now. <laughs> like I, it's, it's really a well done show. Very well written, very very well acted. Mm. Um, I wonder who's going to win the Emmy for supporting actress because like Kate Blanchett's winning for lead, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a great ensemble of women all fighting with each other. Look at you watching a show on purpose. I know. Look, well, who, what, what have has you become? This virus done to <laughs> who us are you? As a society. I know. This is you're turning over a new leaf. Yeah. Who knows what's next? I mean, maybe like. A Real Housewives season? Oh my gosh, I can give you some seasons if you want some seasons. I mean, you know I want to start at the beginning if I'm going to start. If you're going to start at the, any of them at the beginning, start Beverly Hills at the beginning and then stop watching it after season five. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, for anyone who's like into politics yeah. or, or amazing women or amazing performances or good writing. 
Check All right. Out. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not into amazing performances. Sorry. I'm oh, out. wow. <laughs> I hate that. Hmm. Hate amazing performances. Um, well, what's been giving me moments? Uh, there's several things that just, you know, in this time, we all need to have our things that can get us through the day. And I must say, even though I, I downloaded this game on Switch last week, maybe two weeks ago, and I haven't played it as much as I would have liked because, you know, busy work day, just a busy, busy life in quarantine. But whenever I have a free moment, whenever I have like I've eaten my lunch, and I have like a 30 extra minutes. I pop on Luigi's Mansion 3. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi's and, Mansion 3. Oh Not two. Oh my gosh. It's so much fun. It's like you're Luigi. Mm-hmm. You've ridden to this hotel and uh, you're there with all your friends like Mario and Peach and Toad and all the people. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately... Big Boo has overtaken the hotel and he has trapped all of your friends in paintings. And so it's your job to go around all the different floors of the hotel and find ghosts that you can suck up with your vacuum cleaner. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you can free your friends from the paintings uh, that Big Boo has trapped them in. That's beautiful. It's really a lovely game and it's so much fun. How does it compare to just like a regular Mario game? It's different. You know I'm all about like focusing on like a supporting character. Give me a Sharpay's fabulous adventure (laughs) after a high school musical for did you watch that? I've seen half of Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. Okay. It's pretty fabulous. I love it. Yeah, I need to catch the end, but you know. At first, the controls were, it's a very, it's a different game. And at first, the controls were hard for me because I was like, wait, he doesn't jump? Mario jumps. That's what Mario does. Mm, Luigi sucks. <laughs> Luigi just, yes, he, yeah, that's the thing. Sucks I have to learn. like, it sucks with a vacuum, with a vacuum cleaner, of course. Sucks with the game. Yes, so I had to learn that how to use the vacuum cleaner and like what things I need to use. And like, I have a different, like an arrow that I can shoot. It's like a plunger arrow that, like, if I press A, it'll pull things off of the uh-huh. wall. And so I'm, I'm getting my bearing still but it's just a fun like very well made game and like when you defeat one of the boss ghosts on the level because the issue with the elevator is that all the elevator buttons have been taken by these ghosts and so when you beat a boss ghost the you ghosts get, took away the button they did and, you get, and so I'm <laughs> like oh now I can get a button I can go to floor 2 instead of just taking away the elevator they took they away, took the, away buttons. the buttons and so now I have to defeat Clever. the ghosts to get the buttons those, to find my friends those glo- ghosts you know they love subtlety <laughs> they just, love new it's just I, like no 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 the elevator's here but we're just gonna take the buttons I just love like how Nintendo has expanded and grown since I was a kid and it's like we have to think of the craziest ideas like when you play the Mario game now and you throw the hat and it lands on like a Koopa you become the Koopa like basically you're, the essence of Mario lives in his hat okay. and it's just like who thought of this like how? okay but like what's a Koopa it's like you know like a like a Goomba or like like just some okay, of the what's random a Goomba are they like, monsters? They're like random enemies that you that Mario would jump on in the early games. It's okay. like like a little yeah, like the, one of the turtles. One little was jellyfish. Yeah. Things. Not really, jellyfish, but I'm, yes. I'm thinking of Pac-Man, but okay. whatever. Yes, yeah, so yes, they're just one of the enemies. So uh-huh. it's just like whoever's coming up with the ideas on how to like expand the Mario universe is doing such a great job. And the other day, I YouTubed and saw that they're opening a Nintendo theme park in Japan oh. where you can like put on glasses and like see all of the Mario things around. And oh, like, girl, it's do, over for you. And it's like, oh well, now I have to go. No, <laughs> like, no, I, of course, two game mats in Japan. I guys. mean, I need to be I there. Mean, one game out in Japan. <laughs> I'll be fine. You can come. It'll be fine. Will you pay for my ticket? No. Oh, well. <laughs> but it'll be Sayonara, fine. Sayonara, It is worth it. Um, so, yeah, I just I want to give my moment to Luigi and his mansion because I'm all in on that. I'll go with you to Japan if we uh, see a Sawayama all right. uh, concert. Done. If we And if we can get backstage. Maybe we'll like <gasps> promote her enough that she'll like reach out to us. Oh, my God. Let's cross We're going to do it. Oh, I'm so in with her. Oh. Even, two songs in. Two songs in. No, you I love got, her. No, it's, it's really great. I can't like wait. it's really, really I can't good. Wait. Yeah. Icon. 
I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me too. I'm excited for us. <laughs> I am too. Happy birthday, Matt Thank Palmer. Thank you so Next much. Next time uh, we listen to this podcast, Matt Palmer will be older. I will. Older and wiser, darling. Yeah. Um, so guys, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Palmer Music. And at It's Matt Steele. And at Two Gay Mats for both of us. Uh, for more content from us, go to patreon.com slash two gay mats. And uh, we'll be back soon with another brand new Two Gay Mats podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.